Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Good to have you on board. You're following money on VCMB Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas. Circus Sportsbook at the Resort and Casino is your spot in five minutes. Tony Maserati is going to join the program from the Sports Hub in Boston. A lot to talk about with him, his expectations for the Patriots, and are the Red Sox really going to miss the playoffs this year? One thing I wanted to touch on, I feel like it's weird. And I, think it, it, I think there's an analogy here, Paulie, for the sports betting world. This whole debacle by Dennis Schroeder uh-huh. and how he played out his contract. He turned down the $84 million deal with the Lakers, and then he signed one year, like almost $6 million with the Celtics. He bet on himself. He did. And a lot of times it works. But here, this one was, oh boy, I feel bad for the guy. He's offered four for 84. He says no, and then he signs with the Celtics for $5.9 million. You know, so he's been getting mocked now. I would actually say relentlessly over the last, you know, good, what, 16 hours or so. To me, it feels like people who root against sports bettors, right? Bettors who root against other bettors, they want them to lose. And that absolutely exists, and it's way too prevalent. And I can't stand that. It drives me nuts. Good line from a guy who's been in the industry for a long time. He said, it, he said why does that happen? Why do people do that? He said, well, it's action for them, too. That huh. way they have action. And it concerns what kind of a human being you are. But also, you know, it's like Uncle June in The Sopranos. My source of pain entertainment to you. Yeah, sure. Is that uh, you get kicks out of this? Yeah. Mis- misery loves company. I feel, I mean, it's people, $80 million. I some, don't care how some, long he's played. It's, I feel bad for the guy. Right. Uh, some people are only happy being miserable, that kind of a deal. Uh-huh. Who who roots against other people to lose their their bets though? And that just the, the yeah. like the the mocking and the laughter of Dennis Schroeder will not come to an end. 
like I, I put yourself in his shoes for a second here. It sucks what happened. $84 million deal on the table. No, take it off. I'm better than this. I will get more money than that. Oop, no, you won't. What happened? You're going to get a small fraction of it. I know what happened. <laughs> he had his worst year oh, ever. Oh, I know, but that's just, ah. Uh, well, usually the guy goes out and has a great year in a contract year and it right. gets, you know. Watch it be re- a reversal for him. And now he's going to be playing him. There's no LeBron on the team. Certainly the Celtics have talent, but there's no yep. LeBron. There's no AD. He's not going to be a focal point with those two players in the court. So maybe he'll go back to kind of who he was in OKC, where he was a really nice player. What do you think of the uh, fossil? There were a couple scene last, last night. night. Hard knocks. We mentioned hard knocks. A lot of the stuff was forced. I don't understand the five minute discussion on his vasectomy. Uh, that didn't make any sense, and it was just between, that was very strange. Yeah, between the jokes and the whole mojo moment, and that's was it seemed like they had problems filling fifty minutes, which shouldn't be a problem. Uh, that's what I kind of because you had an extra week of material, and you yeah. already had a game to go over too, yeah. which was bizarre. Uh, I do think Z could have a big year. I'm going to change my mind on that. Losing some weight and, and yeah, yeah. tinkering with the diet and everything, and that's it didn't, I mean, and the fumble, well, the fumbles, the fumble, the problem. fumbling problem last year was yeah. huge. But also, you know, when he would wear the cutoff shirt. Got like yeah. a pot belly. Uh, you know, he's hiding it this year. Maybe it's still kind of the same thing. Or maybe he's ripped down there. I want it in my head. If he's going to have a good yeah. season, you want to bet on it. I want a picture he's actually in maybe a little bit better shape than that. But for a guy who wants to, fla- you know, I don't, is he flaunting it? I don't know what he's doing. It's like you can probably get, you know, have a six-pack, pal. You play in the NFL. Oh, they need him. They uh, definitely need him. Yeah, Tony Maserati on the program coming up next from the Sports Hub in Boston. What are his expectations for the Patriots this season? This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. See, there's two time All Pro TJ Watt is holding out, not participating in training camp practices, although he is attending meetings and conditioning work. He led the NFL with 15 sacks last season, but he wants a new contract. The Steelers are a one-point dog or a pick'em at Philadelphia, depending upon the sportsbook Thursday. 35 the total at Lincoln Financial Field. Washington football team, a two-point road favorite at New England. Total 36 Thursday at Gillette Stadium. Baseball today, the Milwaukee Brewers are a $3.35 road favorite at the Chicago Cubs. Plus 260, the Cubs have dropped six straight. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here, and it's packed with information to give you an edge for the season. More than 100 pages of expert analysis, including conference championship predictions, win totals, playoff picks, and power ratings for every team. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe and get vcin all access, everything we have to offer this football season. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Our you VIP material, DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, Sportsbook app now. And new get this, new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up with the promo code VEASAN to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. 
See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. We'll start this uh, hour off with uh, Tony Maserati joining the program from 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston, talking some Patriots and some Red Sox. Tony, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. How are you? Gentlemen, how are you? Doing really well. Right, Really well. We'll get to the Pats coming up in a second. I want to begin with the Red Sox. Are they, are they really going <laughs> to blow this thing? They're not going to make the playoffs? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're, at, you're, you're asking me the future or the present. You say, are they going to or have they already? <laughs> so, look, it's, I mean, it's been, a, as, as far as Red Sox collapses go, and we've had a lot of them over the course of their history, maybe not as many in the last, you know, 20 years, although the, the 2011 season was special when it comes to uh, collapses by the Red Sox. But this one, Look, this one's up there. I, I thought, I said a month ago, they're going to the playoffs. Let's, let's just accept the reality. They may not win the division, but they're going to the playoffs. Now I think that that is in serious doubt. They've just completely come apart at the seams. And I don't need to tell you, they did nothing at the deadline, yeah. relatively speaking. And I know that they are arguing Kyle Schwarber was a significant pickup, and they picked up a couple of bullpen arms. The bullpen guys they picked up are completely irrelevant. And Kyle Schwarber hasn't played yet. So if you pick up damaged goods and then your team falls out of it in the first 11 games uh, after the deadline, and they're not quite out of it yet, but I think there's a chance that they will effectively be dead and buried before Schwarber ever sets foot on the field. That's possible. And it, uh, you know what? I thought the same thing you did. It never occurred to me. I never thought, well, they're going to miss the playoffs. And the, But, I mean, I guess they also you could argue – could they keep this up because the come-from-behind wins, the cardiac kids, and how great the starting pitching has been, and now a couple bad starts and the bullpen blows some games, and here you've lost 10 of 12 and the wheels are coming off. Yes, yeah, so look, I, I think there's something to be said for that, that they, they weren't as good as their record, and the come-from-behind wins maybe were done with mirrors or what have you. Yeah. But you know who also has a lot of come-from-behind wins? Tampa. Mm. Tampa does. And I heard this on uh, the air last night. I was listening to the broadcast on the way home that Tampa has basically the same number of come from, come from behind victories that the Red Sox do. Uh, you know, 33, 34 come from behind wins this year. And look, that, that stat in and of itself can be a little deceiving right. because you say if you're down one to nothing in the first inning and you come back and win, that counts as a come from behind win. But the point is, it can continue. It's continued for Tampa. I think, to me, I think the big shift came at the deadline when Red Sox players were annoyed that the ownership and management didn't do more, and they went into a funk. Now, in the same breath, I would tell you, it's been over a week since the deadline. Snap out of it. The, the, yes. the Chris Sale's going to be coming back this weekend. They will get Schwarber at some point. You can't sulk as a mm. professional athlete to the point where you bury yourselves in the span of 10 days, which is effectively what they're doing here. So now it's on the players, but I think the whole thing was triggered by ownership and management. Maybe management was thinking about that, about we got Sale coming back, and, and what do you expect from Sale when he returns? Okay, so this is another thing that I find to be inconsistent. On the one hand, the Red Sox want to tell us, well, you can never put too much on one guy. He's coming off an injury. He's coming off a Tommy John. And on the other hand, they want to tell us, well, we have a pretty significant piece coming back at the deadline. Well, which one is it? And so I just think that I, I did not expect them to go out and pay what the Jays paid 
for Barrios. I certainly did not expect them to get Max Scherzer, who had a say in where he was going to go anyway. I, I don't think that that was realistic. But I do think it was realistic for them to be in it on Anthony Rizzo, and I do think they could have gotten a, uh, a better bullpen on like Tapera instead of what they did, which is, again, uh, Hansel Robles and Austin Davis. And I, I don't think, you know, they want, first of all, Cora's not using those guys in any sort of substantive role, which tells you plenty. They're there to just take bullets, which means you could have picked up anybody off the street to do that sort of job. And in the case of Rizzo, the, the defense at first base in and of itself would have been an upgrade. They have no first base play. I don't know if you guys saw it again last night, but before the, uh, the double that broke the game open in the ninth inning, there was a pop-up in foul territory that Franchi Cordero completely missed. And it's the second time that that has happened in the last week where a ball has blown back in from the top of the stadium and Cordero hasn't been within five feet of it. And so their defense at first base has been bad all year. They didn't uh, invest in the team. And I, I, I looked at this team may not have been as good as everyone thought. The reality is, though, that they were in it. Ownership and management took a, uh, a lackluster approach at the deadline. And I, I need to emphasize, too, that they stayed under the luxury tax which to me felt like an objective for them and I think is inexcusable for a team in a market like this to stay under the luxury tax when they did it a year ago to reset the penalties. So there was no reason they couldn't go over that this year and they elected to. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Tony Maserati, 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. Let's get into a little football here. And uh, Tony, assuming that Cam Newton starts week one for the Patriots, just for the sake of this segment, assuming he starts week one, how long do you think he lasts in year two for Cam here in New England as a, as a starting quarterback this year? Well, so my hope is that it's no more than a month. <laughs> and I say that because the fourth game of the year is, uh, is the Tampa Bay game right. when Brady comes into town. And so I think that, uh, I think that Cam Newton is going to be the starter for the Tampa Bay game, my guess is, and I have felt this way all along, I don't think Bill Belichick was going to expose Mac Jones to that game. And in a lot of ways, it makes sense. When Brady comes back here, if Jones is the starting quarterback, then the narrative surrounding that game takes on a whole different perspective. And, and what that narrative then becomes is, Tom Brady comes back to New England to face his successor who was drafted with the number 15 pick. If Newton is the quarterback... It is Tom Brady comes back to New England to face Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. And I think Bill Belichick mm -hmm. would rather have himself put on that uh, poster or that playbill, however you want to call it, uh, rather than Mac Jones, keep the kid completely separate from the whole Brady issue, and then go to Mac Jones after Brady is long and gone. And if they ever play Brady again, it'll be in a couple of years when Mac Jones will have a couple of years under his belt. So I, I think they're going to play the uh, NFC South in that, seven, uh, that 17th game in 2023. So that's the only other way they would see him unless they get to the Super Bowl and see him there, which obviously is unlikely. So I, I just think that they're going to start the year with Newton, see how it goes. But the way it's been tracking here over the last several days, Newton is close. I mean, I'm sorry, Jones is closing fast. Okay. Yep. Yep. And and uh, and he's been playing uh, better here for the I would say the last you know three four five days you know there's a, a Greg Bedard who has covered the NFL for a long time here has a, his own website Boston Sports Journal where he does a great job covering the Patriots 
Uh, and he has the count going into last night at 6-3-1 to one for Mac Jones, meaning the days in practice where Mac Jones has outperformed mm. Cam Newton. Mm. And up until, you know, again, four or five days ago, it was probably Newton who was ahead. So Jones has really played better here in practice over the last several days. The ball comes out quicker. The ball comes out more consistently. He, I think he's already a better passer than Newton. What he doesn't have is the experience. But with uh, the, the Patriots have taken a real methodical approach here in the preseason, and with only three games, it does feel like Jones is not going to have quite enough time to catch Newton in the preseason. But to me, that opens the door for early in the regular season. Almost everything went wrong last year. The COVID issues, the opt-outs, tough losses. They still, it still got to seven wins. I like the moves they made in the offseason. Can they get to 10 wins and get back to the playoffs? So I would say yes. I, I, think, uh, I think that that's the goal, is that if you look at it and you say, uh, you know, they added some real players. Uh, and, and I do think they were offense. Uh, their, their additions on offense during the offseason have been a little overrated. And when I say that, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, mm-hmm. but, you know, these guys aren't front-end receivers. They're, they're okay, uh, but the tight ends are, are pretty good players, but it's not like either one of them has ever had more than 680 yards receiving in a season. You know, we're not talking about uh, Gronk and Mark Bavaro here. So, uh, and also they've had little injuries with those guys. Henry's out right now. John Smith had a hamstring issue back in minicamp. He's back on the field now, but I I do worry about the ability of both those guys to stay healthy. The offense, if it is average, will be a win. A lot of people still think this is a below-average offense in the league, and it might be. But the defense could be really good, depending what they what they do with Stephon Gilmore and whether they can get him on the field, and that's a contract issue. Uh, the special teams could be good. It feels like they have a couple of kickers with big legs. This kid, Quinn uh, Norton, in camp has uh, impressed in the last few days. And so, uh, you know, can they win uh, with a quarterback who can manage the game if the offense is average and the defense is good? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that a playoff berth is very much realistic. I don't know that they're a Super Bowl uh, caliber team or a championship caliber team just yet. But I think what they're looking to do is make some noise, make a run, see where they're at. And I think that that is all entirely realistic, but it's going to depend on their quarterback play. Yeah, no Mm -hmm. doubt. So their win total uh, here in Las Vegas, Tony, and beyond is nine, but it's heavily juiced to the over. And, of course, they're like a a $3 price in that range, plus $3 to win their division. Do you think if they do make the playoffs and they would go over that win total of nine, would it be as a wild card team? Or do you think there's a chance they can actually beat out Buffalo and Miami for the AFC East this year? So I don't rule out the division because I think both of those teams are due for a reality check. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, Miami didn't make the playoffs last year. They just missed. Uh, and I know that the Dolphins have a lot invested there. But now the expectations in both of those places are, are going way up. And let's not forget that there were no fans really in the stands last year. And everything changes with, with fans. Yep. So, you know, I know there are a lot of people that believe that Josh Allen, uh, it wasn't a coincidence that all of a sudden he played poorly at the end of the year in the playoffs when there were fans in the stands. So, you know, to me, I, I don't rule it out. I, would, I, would I bet on the Patriots to win, on the division, uh, win the division? My answer is no. But I wouldn't bet against them either because I, I don't think Buffalo is as good as everyone thinks. Uh, you know, they're good. I don't know that they're the level of Tampa or Kansas City, those sorts of teams. And mm-hmm. I think that, uh, you know, 13-3 and three can easily turn into 11-6. and six. 
And then, you know, depending on tiebreakers and what have you, now all of a sudden a team that goes 11-6 and six could win the division. So, you know, overall, I, I don't think the division is great. It's better than it has been. The Jets obviously have a long way to go, so there's built-in wins there for everybody. But, I, I do, you know, again, I, I think the Patriots are in it. I think they're in it, and they'll need some things to go right, but I, I certainly would not count them out, especially if they can get functional quarterback play. I think everything that you said there, Tony, uh, definitely realistic expectations there for the Patriots and for the other teams in that division as well. You can catch Tony every single day on 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. Tony, thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Yeah, guys, I know I give you long answers, so apologize, apologies if we didn't get to anything else. That was very good. Oh, very good job. perspective Yeah, on, on all of it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right, we'll see you soon. Yeah, and what, what he said, right, with the, with the Bills? I mean, 13-3 last year, yeah. their schedule is on the easier side this season, but to go 13-4 and this year, 14-3, that's a big ask. So I think 11-6, 12-5 in that range, I think is absolutely realistic for the Bills. I mean, that's their win total anyway. And expectations now through the roof. He's right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll see if they can, uh, if McDermott can handle the chemistry and the fighting on social media, if that turns out to be a big deal. Maybe not. Who knows? But... I understand where he's coming from, but I love the acquisition, what the Patriots did with the tight ends. Oh, so do I. I love that. Yep. With the one-two punch. They didn't have weapons the last couple of years. I mean, that's Brady had no one to throw to anymore other than Edelman. Sure. Looking at him every big play. That was it. Couldn't trust anybody else. Uh, and Henry's banged up now, but and he has... Yeah, but he's coming back, though. He has an injury history. Yep. But, that's you know, fair. I mean, in all fairness, like guys like Hunter Henry, specifically like Jonu Smith... You know, tight ends are not exactly built like they used to be. So you can use a guy like John Smith. He's a freak athlete. You can use him as a wide receiver. Like we're going to see with Kyle Pitts this year with Atlanta. Sure, he's labeled a tight end, but he is going to look like a wide receiver a lot in that offense this year uh, for the Falcons, I think, anyway. And the uh, same thing can be said with uh, some of these guys they have now in New England. I would take that as a negative if Jones wins the job early or even starts week one. What happened? I mean, Cam had some uh, yeah, big. Yeah. Cam had some good games to start. He was great in that Sunday night game against Seattle. Well, at the time, they, though, Seattle's defense was. Well, that's true. Okay, that's fair. But they also beat Miami to start, and it was more of not great throwing the ball. But he had a couple good moments. But he was also running, and and, and the offense that McDaniel's had, and, and Newton making plays with his legs and running in some, getting some touchdowns. He also had with his bad, feet, but that that like the loss at home to Denver. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was absolutely disgusting what yeah. happened in that game. Yeah. But maybe he has a bigger year now with, with, the, with the weapons and, and what they did with the wide receivers. I can't so, disagree with that. But you also have these guys coming back, all the guys that opted out. Cam had COVID. They had to go through that situation last year. So I think the opt-outs, people just forget about yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That was big. That's big. And they're getting a lot of key guys back on the defensive side of the ball. You're right. They, they, Belichick knows. Tony's right. Great home field advantage. They get that sure. back. Yep. Yep. And the greatest coach of all time. Huh? They can get so, to 10 wins. I think yes. so, too. Yeah. I think I'm, they will. I'm not going to pay. It's. I, I looked uh, when Tony was on. It's like $1.50 ish to go over. I'm not going to pay that. Right. But Plus money to make the playoffs at one spot. Yeah. Sure. Plus mm-hmm. 125. With seven teams now? Like that. Yep. Yep. Let's right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, a very creative college football prop is now available at a sports book here in Las Vegas. It's a cool way to examine how you want to bet on the national title winner. We will run down this prop. Who do you like in it? That's coming up next.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. OddsTrader.com studio, Circle Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, in-game tracking tools, live in-game odds and stats, real-time bet tracking. OddsTrader.com. Good job by uh, Chrissy Andrews and the crew over at the South Point. They get creative uh, during the college football season every single year. And uh, a new four-way prop is available. How to bet on the 2022 college football National Championship. You have four different selections here. 
you can go with here, here okay here is uh selection number one you get bama texas iowa state miami penn state and cincinnati plus 225. second option clemson lsu usc notre dame florida and wisconsin four to one you can have ohio state oklahoma georgia north carolina oregon and texas a&m that is the favorites at minus 125 or you get the field every other team in college football at 20 to 1. and i want no part of that i love this sport but it's been the same five teams for a while now yeah. and, the, and the unfortunate thing about this is and they just like wow they're so good and they have so much talent alabama and ohio state are allowed to lose they don't get penalized for a loss no matter sure. who no matter sure. where it is how they look or what happens or what part of the time of the year it, it, it occurs they're allowed to lose I love the way you split them up. You could throw Clemson in there too. I mean, they had that Syracuse loss, and but oh, so. Pittsburgh loss. Yeah. Yep. So tier one, of course, you get Bama again. Okay, Texas, they're they're not going to win it. Iowa State, could they make the playoff? Yeah, if everything goes right for them, they could be a playoff team. Miami, no thanks. Penn State, Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. That's a. I like that he actually well, teamed up Cincy with Alabama. Yeah, good job. But the well, Miami's going to get hammered by Alabama to sure. start the year. So that's what are the eighteen point dogs, whatever it is to start. Yes, Penn State's got the big game against Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. early on. It's a good prop, though. It's tough. And it then is. With the, with the middle, yeah. LSU, no. Schedule's too difficult. Pac-12, completely dismissed the Pac-12. They have to prove it to me. I'm so sick of this conference. Win a big game. It's enough already. I know. Win a big game. Paul, I, Paul, I haven't taken them seriously in probably a handful of years. Notre Dame's schedule too difficult. Florida's schedule too difficult. Wisconsin... Uh, can't get there either. Wisconsin has to run the table. Oh, the offense at last at the end of the last year. Oh my year. God! Oh, it was look away. Terrible. So, terrible. So to me, it's all that's just the Clemson bet. Could could Wisconsin suffer a loss in the regular season, then beat Ohio State in the Big Ten title game? Then they'd be in, right? They'd be twelve and one with a loss in the regular season. They'd be in in the playoffs, but then they'd be taking on the Bamas or the Clemsons of the world. Uh, so basically, it's only Clemson there, and that's every other team. No, thank you. But then the bottom, the favored group here. Right. You get the Buckeyes, the Sooners, and the Bulldogs, plus North Carolina. I mean, that's that's minus 125, but doesn't have Alabama in it. That could be the way to go. You might get three playoff teams right there. You absolutely could get three playoff teams. That could be the first three could all be playoff teams. Mm -hmm. And you could get, maybe, who knows, maybe North Carolina shocks the world. There are several people that are picking uh, North Carolina. To have a big year. Sure. Like, sure. In terms of maybe uh, sleeper playoff is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a good prop on that, which we'll get to later. But a great job by Chris. A&M gets Bama at home. They're like a 10-point mm-hmm. dog in that game. And I know Alabama, they're, uh, Texas A&M, they have tons of talent. But that's the whole thing. If you're going to be betting on Texas A&M to make the playoff, to win the SEC, to maybe you know be a part of this national title prop, they have to be Bama at home. They just They have to. And that's one of those things where maybe they will, but you need to see it to believe it. Because uh, Saban just completely reloads every single year. You get Ohio State again. I said this earlier. A dollar eighty on them to win the Big Ten. I think they were less than that actually uh, a week or so ago. Who's close to Ohio State in the Big Ten? I don't. I, I don't care that they don't have Justin Fields with Ryan Day and how he works with the offense and new quarterbacks. Who's close? I'm not sure anybody's even in the same stratosphere as the I Buckeyes. I agree with you. Yes. Ah uh, man. Oklahoma, uh, according to everybody, might be their best team in many, many years. So you're looking well, at two two okay. teams that are heavily favored to make the playoff. 
Yeah. But we know what happens when they get in the playoff. I know, I know. Other than the, know. Other than the choke fest in the second half against Georgia, when Lincoln Riley lost his mind, uh, and, and Mayfield went up and down the field against them. That, him, and it's that just was been the, their game, yep. Pathetic showings. They got the money against Alabama, but that was that thing was oh. over early. And it's too, it was, it's it too bad Kyler they gave Murray. that game away because that Oklahoma team with Baker yes, Mayfield. Yes, that was a good, good right. They were going to score score in Alabama that but, year. But the defense was a joke. They were terrible. Could get get one stop, please. Nope. Couldn't do it. Nope. Awful. Couldn't do it. I like it. But yeah, definitely tier three favored for a reason with those. Uh, he, put, he put Oregon in there. They come out of A and M, Carolina. Jesus. Uh, let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Indy Jeff's going to join the program. We'll get his best bets for the Wyndham Championship coming up next. Days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader, with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, a $250 match bonus. One-time playthrough at your hometown book, BetRivers. Not valid in Iowa, but good in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's PlaySugarHouse.com in Jersey. And you must be 21. Check out the Indie Jeff podcast. Cutmaker podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. So close last week. I mean, 130 to 1 Herman to be the first round leader, and he had a share of the lead, and then English went crazy on the back nine. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun while it lasted. And, you know, ironically, I may have been a week early on him because he won this tournament last year. So uh, I think a lot of people, especially in DFS, are going to jump off the Jim Herman wagon. I'm going to I'm gonna ride this horse till it kicks me up, and hope, hopefully we can get to the finish line this weekend with him. Okay, so that's going to be a DFS play. Are you Have you bet him yet to actually win this thing outright, or top 10s, top 20s, anything I, like I that? I put a small bet on it when outright, and I bet him top 20 as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's, again, I, I think he's a very live top 20 play. Again, guy, guy won this last year. So, um, uh, you know, top 20 right now, he um, he is 6-1, to one, which is, and he not only did he win it, he's got like an, mm-hmm. an 11th and a 15th here. So, of course, history is good. I already bet him top 20. Is there another bomber you recommend? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I, I bet, um, so Camilo Vajegas, uh, the guy who's won here in the past, um, you know, the, the case form is pretty straightforward. He's 250-1. to one. I think he's a great top 20 bet at 10-1. to one. Um, He's gained an average of three strokes on approach and five his last eight. He struggles in putting, but he's gained more than four strokes here in his last three trips. So Camilo Vajegas, first-round leader, top 20, and 250 to 1. Hell, that's worth 10 bucks. Okay. I like that a lot. Very good. Are you going to be on Usti this week? I am. I am going to be on Usti this week. Um, I like Usti. He's, uh, I'm, I'm passing on Webb, who's going to be super popular, but Usti really at, at 16 to 1. Um, he's, I think he's a tremendous top, tw- top 10, plus 120. Hits his drive straight, gained on approach in five of his last seven. And, guys, he's gained stroke putting. This is crazy. In 18 straight tournaments, Louie has. Wow. That is – you never see that. So, 
The only knock on him this, is that he's never won in the U.S. I'm on him again this week. He's the class of the field. I love Louis 16 to one. Okay, who else do you like? Kind of mid-range guys, or might be a little bit behind uh, Usti on the on the betting board. Yeah, I played Henley at, at 30 to one. He has had three straight top 20s before the Open. Um, finished ninth year last year. Irons have been hot, averaging over three strokes on approach in his last eight. I like him top 20, and he's worth a look at 30 to one. And then Sunjay M, guys, we we were all over him late 2019, mm-hmm. early 2020. Was one of the hottest players on the planet. Um, finished second in the Masters when DJ Boat raced the field. Now we get him in a time where he's gained on approach in five straight, more than two strokes gained with his irons. He's finished sixth and ninth in his two trips here. So again, Sunjay, another thirty to one, good play in top twenty um, look as well. Who's the starter week one for the Colts? Man, I, I tell you what, the Colts wanted to be Easton, but they're not making it easy on him, right? I mean, Sam Ellinger. Is uh, is I'm seeing some comparisons now to Drew Brees, and he beat his high school passing records, and he has similar arm strength but similar, um, you know, head. So um, you know that when they keep saying that Easton that he's not bad because he has a tremendous arm, but he's not bad, that's not a ringing endorsement. So I mean, it won't shock me if Ellinger's starter week one, and what is he ninety to one when yeah. rookie here? Yep. I, you know, I've, I've seen worse bets. I'm with you on that, absolutely. I mean, put it this way. and it, it, Look, it might not mean anything, but as a college quarterback, simply alone, I mean, he was much better at Texas than Easton was at Georgia or Washington, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, he, I mean, you know, one of the things that Frank Wright keeps saying is he's got it. He's got it. Right. And, you know, you, I, and, you, you, it, and honestly, I think it's going to come down to preseason play. I think you can watch the first couple preseason games, see how they look, and it's not going to be hard for for a casual observer to see who clearly is the better of the two quarterbacks, and I guess we'll soon find out. I'll ask you this, Jeff. And again, their schedule is very difficult out of the gates. The first five games, um, extremely tough. What if they navigate this schedule and they like perform beyond their expectations, and they are like three and two somehow, or he looks good and they're two and three? And Wentz may or may not be ready to go. Like, is there a chance where they're going to be like, eh, we might want to hold off and putting Carson back in there? Well, I think I think that's just it, right? I mean, or just let's just say that. Keep in mind, guys, they have a they have a really good offensive line. Yes, they're missing Nelson, but they have a strong offensive line, a really strong running game, and a really good defense. So let's just say they they get super lucky and and run run great. Ellinger plays great, and they're. Five and one in their mm. first six. Somehow they get through that schedule. I don't. I mean, they're not going to rush Wentz back at that point. And if they can get lightning, catch lightning in a bottle, and, and go on a run with that that running game and the defense, um, man, it, it won't be it won't be surprising if they're really slow to put Wentz back. Great to talk to you. Tell people about the podcast and the text messages. For sure, guys. Yeah, you can just follow that Cutmaker Pod on Twitter. Um, you you get a text message on Wednesday night, so tonight, and then. Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, every all the plays we make every round. Um, live betting and golf is, is the way to go. So it's a lot of fun, and we we uh, we have, have some really good runs with it this year. So appreciate it, guys. Have me on, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys next week. You got it. Let's do it. Yep. Well go done. get him this week. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, cut, yep. Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. I'm excited for that game Sunday morning. And this is this is we got a quarterback battle. Sure. He'll be splitting reps now uh, in, in the joint practices, and he's got a shot here. Um, not exactly a ringing endorsement, no. like he said. No. Well, how is he? Eh, not you know, bad. not bad. It's not bad. Okay, well, you want to start him then, week one? Well, 
It's also a tough situation. We'll see how you trade can. for Wentz, and then bam, he goes yeah. down, and then it's well, when's he coming back? Well, five to twelve. Yeah. It's just five to twelve. It's like the other thing with the Cowboys. To like get those are your backup quarterbacks, no, Danucci, yep. Cooper Rush. Come on, I know it. You're the Cowboys. Something happens again to that guy. What he meant to that offense, you know, last year and you know, last handful of years. Come on. Well, plus, if there was ever a year to bring in a serviceable backup, because you let Dalton walk. Sure. But after coming back from that horrific injury. Uh, how, how about, by the way, right? And you had to start with Dak last night on Hard Knocks. And I'm, they just, they kept, they kept like putting him on the screen with the ankle, and it's just bent like this. And he's like looking around, and he's like, oh, oh hold on a second here. This is not right. He tried to pop it back. Yeah, he tried to pop it back oh. in. He realized once he looked at it, he's like, uh, probably not getting popped no. pop back in at that point. Come and get me, guys. And then emotionally, it all hit him on the cart right after that. Eh, good God. Um, there, there was no guarantee that Carson Wentz was going to be good this year anyway. Well, that's, yeah, sure. Try to keep telling people that. Yeah, another reason. Um, yep. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We are live at uh, Circa Resort at Casino inside the uh, sports book. Up next, Johnny Avello is going to join the program with DraftKings. Don't forget about this, by the way. DK, they have a bunch of... Football contests again this year, available in a bunch of states with millions up for grabs. Details on that coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. VIP material, DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash VSIN to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up with the promo code VSIN to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Johnny Avello joins us now with DraftKings Sportsbook here early on a Wednesday morning. Johnny, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Hey, Mitch Pauly. Doing well. Thank you. Yep, you got it. We want to ask you about some of these football contests that you guys are running coming up in a few minutes. But uh, Pauly and I kicked this around in the last week to 10 days uh, with the Evander Kane News for the Sharks, and the NHL's investigating that. Uh, Barkley wanted to bet on himself up in Lake Tahoe to finish in the top 70. We've had boxers before, Mayweather, others. Uh, there was recently a UFC fighter who put his whole purse on himself to win the fight. He lost. He said he had no regrets. You've been in this racket for a long time. How many times have you dealt with a, an individual, an athlete, whatever, who wanted to bet on themselves? Uh, it doesn't happen too often. You know, Mayweather, we know, like uh, likes to bet on football, and he did want to make a bet on himself once, which was denied uh, by an operator in town. I remember uh, back when I worked at Bally's in the uh, 90s, I had a, we, were, we were doing these Friday night fights uh, that were on ESPN. You know, they were uh, probably low-graded fights, but... You know, we we put up every fight. We put up a round prop on every fight. I had a guy come up to the counter and bet. Uh, and and remember, the purses for these fights were probably around, you know, fifteen hundred two grand. Uh, the guy came up and bet two dimes on the under one and a half rounds. Uh, we moved it. He bet it again. He bet it five times. <laughs> and then when the fight started, the guy went out, down on the first punch, which barely hit him oh. uh yeah so uh, that one stands out to me but uh, I'm, I'm pretty careful now on uh checking out what purses are on events and uh and who's who's betting uh so you know at that time it was uh kind of kind of new the fight game uh you know these friday night fights that we we're booking so I've, I've got a little bit smarter since then well, it also depends on what they want to bet to. I mean, if it's a UFC or a boxer, okay, that you want to bet on yourself, that's one thing. But if you have a Barkley coming to the window and say, I want 100000 on myself to finish top 70, w- would you think about that or give it to him? No, you know, I usually check before I take a bet from anybody that wants to bet on themselves. 
I usually yeah. check with the gaming authorities on that to make sure that it's okay to do that, or to at least check with the team. Uh, that's not something you want. You actually yeah. don't want people betting on themselves. You rather them uh, stay away from that. Yeah. How long ago was that, by the way, with the Friday night fights? When I moved out here, like was in 2001, I think that was still a popular thing, like at the Orleans. This was in the 90s, like 90, I'm thinking 92 or 3, some, somewhere in that area. So you, are you like ringside watching? <laughs> and the first punch is oh, like, no. Oh. Huh? No, I'm at the casino watching. You, so it was on TV? Yes. And the first punch, he barely got grazed, and he's like, okay, I'm done. Go on. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Uh, okay, so DraftKings, you guys uh, have a bunch of uh, fun football contests going on again this year. We've talked about it with you uh, during the summer. One is the $4 million Pro Football Millionaire Pick'em Contest each week. Here's how it works, by the way, Johnny, for those who don't know. Each week, for 16 weeks, uh, contestants and entries are going to make five picks against the spread. Week 18 is excluded, plus there's an additional bye week that you have to take. Uh, this can be any week from week 1 to week 17, so 16 weeks of picks for 80 picks total. The winner is going to be the person with the most wins throughout the uh, regular season, obviously, for a top prize of $1 million. How are you guys looking with overall uh, entries at this point? Uh, trending well. Uh, we remember this is the second year we're doing it. Uh, last year was a little bit trying. We weren't in as many states as we are this year, so that certainly helps. Uh, and we like where we're at coming down the stretch here, and the stretch would be the next three or four weeks. So uh, I would encourage people to to get in. Uh, you, you don't need to have to come to Las Vegas or get a proxy to enter this, especially if you're in one of those states that's either close that you live in or it's close by. I like that uh, you, they offer a $100 free bet if you go five out of five in any week. That's awesome. Yeah, and you can do that in multiple weeks. And, uh, yeah. you know, some. I think some people are going to have, you know, you know how these contests are. If you've been in them, uh, if if you're, if you have a smooth sailing throughout, you win the contest. I mean, you you have, you know, three five and zero oh weeks, couple four and ones, and your worst week is a three and two. But uh, there's going to be some people are not going to be so fortunate and have some, uh, you know, poor weeks, and this gives them a chance to make some money in another way. Okay, and how's Survivor going? Three hundred and thirty-three dollars to enter, max three entries. Yep, also good. Uh, you know, that one also has a, a million-dollar prize to the winner. Um, you know, that one's the same as last year. We were in more states than we were. So both contests are uh, are trending well with the three, three and a half, four weeks to go. I think I have all the states right here. Colorado, Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, New Jersey, and West Virginia. So what you were saying about the proxy, like if you live there in any of those states— you can just pick up your app right now, bam, find the contest on the phone, fund your account, and sign up like that? Exactly. Uh, and- signing up, you must put your picks in uh, from one of those jurisdictions. So if you were in, um, you know, let's say you were in New Hampshire, uh, but you're from West Virginia, you could uh, put your picks in. So as long as you're in one of those states, uh, you're allowed to register and put your selections in. Yeah, and if you live in a neighboring state... You can cross the border, I'm guessing, sign up that way, and then just cross the border every single week to put in your picks. You're going to be okay? Or am I wrong on that? That's, exa- that's exactly correct, Mitch. God, it's just the technology here is mm-hmm. just unbelievable. I mean, when are, we need to get this stuff like in Nevada, right? Uh, 
yeah, uh, you know, it's Nevada's the way Nevada contest works is Nevada's you have to come to Nevada to play in the contest. The guys have been able to use that proxy, which has surely helped, uh, you know, where a guy doesn't have to come into the state every week to to play in the contest. So that's that's certainly helped the Nevada operators run their contest. But no, Nevada's sure. not part yeah. of the, those networking states. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Johnny Avello, our guest from DraftKings. You had the how about the UFC pay per view card this past weekend? A lot of the fights were in the pick'em range, and then I'm sure Lewis was a popular dog. How did the, how did that treat you? Uh, we we actually did good. I mean, you know, we're we're down to a limited content. You know, we've got the the uh, the Olympics were is over. Uh, we had some baseball. So when there's not a lot of content. Ten, of course, uh, UFC is going to be one of the popular offerings. So the handle was great on it, uh, and the and revenue wise, we did good. Uh, was the handle overall pretty solid on the Olympics? It was. Uh, basketball was dominant. Yeah, um, carried the way. You know, uh, the, the some of some of the days basketball was the highest, had the highest number of uh, the highest number of total amount of money. Bet on it over any baseball game. Uh, I was kind of surprised at that. I knew baseball would do well. I didn't know that any of the games would surpass, you know, uh, the top baseball game of mm. the day. But they did. Um, mm. You know, soccer did well. Uh, tennis did well. So just all the sports we thought did well. But by us being able to offer everything, and we did offer everything, um, we were able to, uh, you know, satisfy people who were looking for other options who maybe thought they you know they maybe some of those other sports were their niche no your betting menu was massive during the olympics at this point and we have you know a month to go before the nfl less than that obviously a couple of weeks for college football where is your liability built up at in the nfl and college football for either win totals or to win the whole thing uh it's it's spread out to win the whole thing in the uh nfl tampa's the top choice uh, and they're drawing quite a bit of money. Uh, Kansas City also is drawing quite a bit of money. Both of those teams drew money last year, and both of those teams are drawing money this year. On the college side, it's kind of spread out. Uh, Alabama's a short is really short, so uh, you know I wouldn't say they're the overwhelming amount uh, money grabber. Uh, some others, Ohio State, some longer shots, Texas. It's it's kind of spread out right now. And uh, I look for that pot to be one of our hugest college uh, pots ever as far as the future book's concerned. Very good, Johnny. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Imagine that back in the 90s. Great job, Johnny. Guy comes in. Oh, God. That's it five times on the under in his round prop. It's on national TV. Johnny kicks back in the sports book. He's watching it. Yeah, first fight. Yeah. First first stop punch. Or you can pull the butch in Pulp Fiction. Do of course the you can. Yeah, get, right. Yeah, go. Your ass goes down in the fifth, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Get me in the cab. Sure. Get out of here. Jumps out of the hotel room. Let's go. <laughs> Bada bing, out of town. How does Tarantino write that? That is so good. Oh, man. My father's watch. Bedside, I told you. Drives yeah. back. What a scene. Travolta. What was your I reaction bet. the first time you oh, watched that movie? Couldn't believe it. I'm see, like, I'm see. watching something special here. Oh. And that was early on in the movie. Yep. How it starts. With the flashbacks the, in the and how it's out yes, of order. Unbelievable. See, going back to our conversation oh, yesterday, movie. had I been at the theater to watch that movie, I would have given it a standing ovation. Yes. Because it, it deserved it. That blew away can. That's where, like, it started to spread like wildfire. That? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, early on, the, the Tarantino, he's awesome anyway. 
but to go like Reservoir Dogs into well, first of all, he wrote, he wrote True, True romance. romance. Yes, he wrote True Incredible Romance movie. Then Reservoir Dogs, then Pulp Fiction. What a run! Gary Oldman is in the movie for five minutes. He's incredible. He's unreal. It's one. Of, it's one of the best. Like that's like Alec Baldwin. What's good. his name? Drexel Spivey. His I think it's Drexel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's all. That's like Alec Baldwin. Good and Glengarry Glen Ross. That's right. You know. So follow the money here on Vsin. No, but to v- your, your, your question though, about just the first fight, the first punch. Done. <laughs> Wait a second. Maybe we should take in those bets, huh? Uh, Stanford Steve on the program next. We'll go over his favorite win total bets and others uh, in college football coming up next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 